0: wake up wake up get up yo how y'all doing i hope you're having a good day i hope you're feeling well i hope you're ready to get out there and get shit done yeah what's going on everybody welcome back to thoughts by the video podcast um today want to talk to y'all a little bit about the rich paul rule this rule that the ncaa has put in and everybody believes is aimed at uh putting a stop to rich paul who is lebron james and who's the other dude it's anthony who just went to go play with uh anthony davis their uh agent and they're trying to put a stop to his momentum is what everybody was saying but before we get into all that if you haven't listened to the uh yesterday's episode where i talked to Hugo Torres from Hugo's Post. Uh, he's a freelance writer. He's a realist, realtor. We talked about real estate. We talked about financial education for the children. All types of things. Great episode. Great interview. Y'all, make sure y'all go check that out. But I want to tell y'all a little story, right quick, right. So I'm at the gym yesterday, and uh, I go in. I get me a little a mile, like a mile and a half in on the treadmill. After that, I go, I'm gonna hit arms. I go over to the freeway area and I grab me some dumbbells. I'm curling it out, right? Hitting some tricep extensions and all that. I'm getting busy. So this dude walks over and he has on his hoodie. Real lean, real fit dude. And he has on his hoodie, and he just kinda walk around looking. Just kinda walk around looking. I'm like, Whatever. So I continue. Doing my thing, you know. I'm getting busy. I'm, I'm making shit heavy up in there, and um, but I noticed he didn't pick up any weights. He just kind of found the spot and stood there. So I look. I'm on some sputty doing, but nevertheless, I keep hitting my workout. But I'm noticing, dude's doing nothing. He's just standing, there. and it's probably me. Da-da-da-da-da. It's probably four or five other guys over there. We all working out, and this dude was just standing around. Now, I'm paying close attention to him because when I'm doing these tricep extensions, I'm laying down on my back, so I'm kind of exposed, and he's standing right over here to the right of me, and he's not doing anything. It's creeping the shit out of me. So I'm like, bro, if this dude tries something, I'm going to take this dude because I was doing the extension with, a, like, a 20-pounder because the exercise that, you, that I'm doing, you don't – really need a lot of weight to do it it's more about the reps getting in the reps getting that tricep warmed up but this ain't a fitness uh podcast so i'm not gonna do into that but so i'm laying on my back and dude's just kind of standing there so i just start looking at him yeah i'm looking at you buddy and we hit that lock eye moment so then he goes over to the um to this rack and he gets this little like 30 pound curl bar And he goes, walks right up to the mirror. He's like this close, this close to the mirror, like this close. And he's, he starts doing some little, "Eh, eh, I don't know what you call this, "Eh, eh, eh." and he's just standing there looking at himself smiling. Now, if I was cut up the way he's cut up, I'd probably be looking at myself smiling too, but it was still weird as hell because he hung around for so long doing nothing and then so he did that for probably, I want to say 10, 12 reps or something. He puts the jump back down, and he just and he does this little circle around the bench that I'm at. And he goes back this way around to the left around the bench that the guy beside me is at. Comes back around behind me and goes right to the same spot that he was standing in and, and proceeds to just stand the fuck behind me. Creeping me out So at this point, DeVille DI says I got a decision to make Either I'm just going to have to Deal with this creepy dude Hovering over me Or I got to do something So what's my option? Option one, I go, I be mister I need to speak to the manager dude And I go tell on the guy or something Say, hey, this guy's creeping me out But that's just kind of weird, ain't it? So I'm like, nah, don't want to do that So my next option is I'm going to talk to him, so I say, uh, I go up to him, I say, oh, bro, what you doing, and he's just like smiling at me and shit, so I'm like, um, you might want to move out of the way, you know, and he was like, yeah, 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 and he just walks off and goes over to, I don't know where the hell he went, I was just glad that he got the hell away from me, but yeah, dude creeped creep, creep the shit out of me, man, it was it was horrible. It was a horrible time in the gym, but nevertheless, he was in and out of there. So, boom, I'm glad I don't have to deal with that. I didn't have to deal with that no more. So, what are these rule changes that the NCAA are putting in effect that could possibly aim that rich ball? First and foremost, in order for you to speak with or represent any NCAA athletes, <clears throat> you'll need a bachelor's degree, right? Then you have to be certified by whatever, I don't know, the it's like the MBCA or the NBCA or something like that. You have to be certified by them for three years. Then you have to go to Indianapolis, do an in-person interview and take an in-person test, an exam to prove that you know what you're doing and that you know what you're talking about before you're able to deal with or uh, engage with these players. Now, why would they uh, aim this or or at Rich Paul? You're probably wondering. Well, he's a players' agent. I like to say he is. Uh, one of the guys that I can truly say, I feel like is looking out for the player's best interest, not the NCAA's best interest, not the NW, N, I'm about to say the NAACP, not the NCAA, not the NBA's uh, best interest. He's actually helping the players get what they want and what they need. He's helped LeBron with his trades. He's helped Anthony Davis uh, with his trade and You know, he kind of go is kind of going against the grain, and LeBron commented on it. uh, Matt Barnes commented on it, and who I can't remember who else, but they're basically saying that the NCAA is pissed at Rich Paul and that they are afraid of him. So, why would they be afraid of him? Let's get into that a little bit. Well. First and foremost, no, let's not even get into why they'd be afraid of him yet. Let's get into the how this will affect him. Since they're calling this the Rich Paul rule, how is this going to affect him? So, he didn't go to college, number one. So, he definitely doesn't have a bachelor's degree. And a bachelor's degree is not something that you could just run out and get. It's going to take you years to get that bachelor's degree. Then it has to be has that certification and he has to keep that for three years and he has to take the test so that means for like the next three years or more rich paul is not going to be able to represent any of the rookie classes he's not going to be able to talk to any of the up-and-coming ncaa athletes because now he won't fit the criteria now of course he's not going to be the only person that's not gonna, uh, be able to make the cut, so to speak, for this NCAA criteria. But people feel like this is the main focus, uh, of why the rule that was put in effect. So just imagine he has clients now and he's doing pretty well. He still can talk to N, uh, NWA. No, that's not in. What the hell am I talking about? He still can he still can talk to NBA players. He still can represent NBA players. But he can't get any of those up-and-coming guys. And so that puts a stagger on his uh, uh, getting a, 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 a foothold on the new players that are getting ready to come in the league. So why? That's the next question that people have to ask. You have to be ask yourself, why would they be trying to basically push Rich Paul out of the uh, – Well being able to represent these people. We're gonna get into that. We damn right we are in just a second. So um So Rich Paul Represents these big-time players, helping these big-time players make big-time moves, make big-time money. Why would the NCAA not want him to deal with him? Seems like the type of guy that you definitely want your, um, your player to be around because he has that player's best interest in hand, right? David, relax. I'm going to tell you. Think about this. There's a kid named Darius Bailey. Right, Rich Paul was able to um, advise Darius Bailey to skip college. Oh no, Deville, we don't want the kids skipping out on the college. Relax, I'm explain it to you. What he did was have Darius Bailey instead of going to college, go to. Um, a internship with New Balance. Well, DeVille, why the hell would we want our kid to go to do an internship with New Balance versus going to college? Relax, I'm going to tell you. The kid signed a million dollar internship with New Balance. So instead of going to college for that year, getting that whole one and done in, he went and did a. Uh, Internship at New Balance made itself a million dollars and still ended up in the NBA. How about that? So it's not like this guy's out here giving bad advice. What it is, is the NCAA as the cash grabbing organization that it is pimping its athletes, been pimping its athletes for years has to find a way to put a stop to that. They can't have these players. Realizing or or understanding that there are alternate routes to the NBA besides coming through them. Because, you know, they have that one and done rule that the NBA is trying to get rid of anyway. They already stopped the kids from jumping from high school to the NBA like Kobe did and a few other people. They don't want the kids to jump from high school to the NBA. They want them to go through college, play at least that one year Why? You get those big names. You get that big revenue. If you don't get a Zion Williamson at Duke, Duke is still a beast. But imagine how much traction, how much attention Zion Williamson brought to Duke. Now, you'll have people out there from the Peppermint Committee that's going to argue up and down and say, Well, Zion benefited from that more than Duke did. No, not at all, because... Zion was a beast coming out of high school, and there's no doubt in my mind that he's like, what, 260, 280-something pounds, six foot, whatever, jumping out the gym. There's no way you're going to convince me that coming out of high school, that kid was not going to get drafted, and that kid was not going to get drafted high and make a buttload of money, just like, you know, LeBron did. So, I'm not buying that. It's that whole, uh number one, the tradition of, of control that they wanna that they wanna keep in place, so they can keep making those big bucks off of these guys. Like I saw, uh, it's football, but I was talking to a friend of mine, and he he was he posted up a on Facebook a post about the Georgia Notre Dame game, and I was like, "What's up, bro? You going?" He was like, "Nah, man. Tickets is like seven hundred dollars, seven hundred dollars out of which the players get nothing." Of course, there's the argument that they get a free education, but number one, the education ain't free. They're paying for that education with their blood, sweat, and tears. Their bodies are paying for that education. When they come out of college, you know, you banged, you bruised, you dealing with issues that happen to your body that you're going to have to carry around for the rest of your life. So you get out of my face with that bullshit of the they're getting a free education. They're definitely paying for that education. But if you really look at the life lifestyle of a college athlete academics come second the academics come second first and foremost you're there they they preach all that academics and family and everything to get you in but once you're there you're there to do a job and they make it clearly understood that you're there to do a job you're there to perform and at any point where you're not performing or whatever you're out of there those kids get hurt those kids you know whatever happens to them Yeah, they're out of there as long as they're performing. Yeah, they'll try to find a way to work with them and help them get their grades up and knows they're not getting any trouble. They'll try to work with them and make sure that they are able to hang around and get that education. But in the instance that something goes wrong with you, you're up out of there, bro. I'll let you, but so they're not getting a free education. And then on top of that, you don't have the time to really focus on taking um I don't want to say legit but I'm going to use the word legit classes a lot of these guys are taking cookie cutter classes because you got workout in the morning, you got to film, then you got to make it to your class, then you got to leave class for more football related activities and then go and finish up the rest of your classes and then make it back to go do more football related activities. So it's clear that the main focus would be football. But we're talking about basketball. I digress. These kids, is an even slimmer timeline because most of these kids, the ones that are actually going to the league, most of those kids are one and done. They come, they play a year, they leave they end up getting their degrees later on after a couple years in the nba they'll go back to school they'll finish up they'll get their degree when they start when they start to thinking about life after football they go back and they get that degree so it's not like the education is uh the most uh important part of why they're there and at the end of the day it's not like the the colleges really actually give a damn about these kids getting an education they give a damn about these kids Coming there, performing, filling up seats, so on and so forth. So, that's why they don't want somebody like a Chris Paul. Now I'm talking about Chris Paul. What the fuck? Focus, dude. Rich Paul. They're so close. They're in a shame. If I hadn't said anything, nobody probably would even noticed that I said Chris Paul. That's why you don't want somebody like a Rich Paul around. Because when it comes back to Darius Bailey, without somewhere to... Provide him that information to give him that knowledge that he even had the option to uh, surpass college and go straight into this internship, make a million dollars before even setting foot in the NBA arena, and then still being able to go play in the NBA. Do you think? Do you think in that case, uh, um, uh, you know, without that information, somebody giving that information, he would have found that himself no hell no the college definitely is not going to give that information they want that type of information tucked away in the vault in a safe somewhere you understand what i'm saying so um that's why they want to get rid of them because the more people start to hear these stories uh and review it for themselves it's like well damn i need to talk to rich paul because rich paul got a plan and he knows how to work the system. He knows how to work his way around the system. You can see that just from the type of deals and, and the type of moves that his uh, clients have been making in the NBA. It's things He's getting things done that people thought would be impossible to do in the NBA with these contracts and the negotiations and so on and so forth. So definitely the NCAA doesn't want this guy around. They want to get him as far away from these young guys as they can. So... That's gonna stifle his growth just a little bit. It's not gonna kill anything. It'll help them until he's able to meet this criteria. Even he even chooses to uh meet the criteria. Because listen, kids, if you out there, you playing ball and you listen to the thoughts by the Ville show, number one, I appreciate you. Number two, it might be worth it might be worth the uh the wait or Sign sign some type of short term Agent deal or something like that To make sure that you still get that opportunity To work with somebody If not Rich Paul Somebody like a Rich Paul But Y'all didn't come here for that did you Y'all came here for some discipline So that's what I'm going to give you Discipline for the day Have the understanding that Sometimes when you learn how to win By the rules They'll change the damn rules on you So you always have to be Disciplined in your in your dealings to make sure that you still play by the rules you still learn the rules you still play by the rules you still go by the established rules so they can never use that against you because there are going to be people out there when you start getting successful that are going to try to use the rules against you and once they can't reuse the rules against you nine times out of ten they're going to change the damn rules on you don't panic though just learn the new rules and learn how to win playing by those rules too Take this information, use it however you will. But remember to be the reason somebody's motivated or masturbated today. Either way, you made a difference, my friend. Thank you all for tuning in to the VLDI Thoughts by the VDI. I'm out of here. Peace.